the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with her blood. And I saw her sit upon a hairy beast, and she held forth a golden chalice full of the filthiness of her fornications. Hello, welcome to the Horror Vision After Dark. I'm Sean. I'm Tori. I'm Missy. I am Anthony of Avernus. Woo! <laughs> and it's well, it's eleven seventeen my time and Missy's time. It's it's a it's a it's a brisk nine seventeen your time. Although that's late as well. But it's Saturday night, and uh, Anthony already got his nap on in Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Temple of Prunes. So <laughs> you should be well rested, my friend. <laughs> the Temple of Prunes. Oh my God! I just. <laughs> That just oh man! Quick, quick review. How'd you feel about it? I feel refreshed. You know, I feel. Um, you walked out about halfway uh, through. I walked out about probably like an hour fifteen in, maybe. <laughs> and there's there's still like another hour and change left, and I was like, I can't. We can't do this. We fucking left. We noped out of that bitch quick. Good man. <laughs> I think the only movie I've ever walked out of was uh Pulp Fiction when the gimp scene came out because I was like 10 and my parents were like oh <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go nice we gotta I'm go. like oh everything up to that was fine but the gimp getting fucked by a redneck was just way over the line <laughs> I have stories <laughs> nice <laughs> oh no I walked out of skin of Anthony recently. was the gimp <laughs> I wish Still have your outfit? Yes. I walked out of uh, the ring two. I walked out of the ring two, and I walked out of Mission Impossible two, and I felt justified in both of those those walkouts. Never seen either, and I'll I'll yeah I'll take your review right now and know that I'm I was correct in avoiding them. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so we are here tonight. An after hours episode to discuss an after hours movie, if there ever was one. <laughs> so in 1985, um, the people that owned the rights to a very good movie that came out, I think the year before. 81. Howl- 81. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. 81. Howling. Great movie, right? Really good movie. Fuck yeah. They made a sequel. <laughs> it is called Howling 2 dot 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 your sister's a werewolf or Howling 2 what is it? Sturba's a bitch or something like that? Sturba like, like she bitch. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, Sturba. <laughs> This movie, I th- I think, was this a Skinamax um, production? Because it definitely, there's moments. <laughs> Dude, I was watching this. <laughs> Kirsten had no context. She thought Sybil Danny was Gene Simmons. <laughs> she just Dr- saw the boots and shit. And she's like, is that Gene Simmons? I'm like, no. You guys yes. watching Trick or Treat? <laughs> oh, man. Now, our listeners may be like, why are you devoting an episode to a, a, a movie from 1985? 
pretty much nobody's and seen even a good one. <laughs> and everybody that's seen it doesn't like it. And to that I can only say I Wait. don't know. I no no explanation. It seemed like it would be fun. So let's see where this goes. Wait, I like this movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not casting judgment. Uh there's things about it I like. They fit in a shot glass, but <laughs> I've seen ICP live, guys. I have nothing to fucking lose, okay? <laughs> Show me the sheep bitch any day. <laughs> so, Tori, when was the yes. first when was the first time that you saw Howling 2 steer by the she bitch? Uh, well, uh, I know I've seen it as a kid, but you sound like you're crying. I am. <laughs> Should be. Because <laughs> I've seen this movie like three times in the last couple months. You guys, <laughs> the most I had ever seen it in my life before that. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry to add no. to your misery. Oh, this is great. No. <laughs> Ooh, so it's directed by Felipe Mora, who fucking directed Communion, which is a great alien movie. Um, Not a Communion starting... fan either. That makes so much sense to me. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Yeah, the book is amazing. Uh, the movie is Mad garbage. Dog Morgan. There's oh, an uh-huh. alien in a top hat and a cane at one point <laughs> doing a song and dance. Hello, my baby. Hello, my yeah. darling. Hello. The book Wait, is I'm like, fucking... are we watching uh Star... the... what are we are we watching Spaceballs? The book is yes. terrifying. I mean it's literally Whitley Stryber is terrifying. I watched the movie, I'm like, are you kidding? Sorry. Makes so much sense. <laughs> Why it pays to not read, okay? I'm jo- I'm joking. I know I know. Uh he and then the director did fucking Howling Three, the marsupials, which I wish to God Ray was here to talk about. No, is that four <laughs> fucking marsupials? I think that's four. No, the marsupials is three. It is three. Okay, I think Ray told me it's four. So fuck Ray, but he's not. Well, here. Every, four yeah. is a freak show. Fuck that guy. No, I'm kidding. Four, yeah, four's freak show, which is I really like freak show. Um, god damn, this movie. So, <sighs> Sir Christopher fucking Lee is in it. Sorry, I'm just gonna say this right <laughs> off the bat. I know he's royalty. I fucking hate him. I think he sucks. I th- I just think he sucks in everything I've seen him in, other than was like City of the Dead or so. there's an old black and white flick seen him in. Everything else I've seen him in, I just think he sucks. So let the hate mail start. And this not movie even is... howling, not even howling too. <laughs> yeah, how, he sucks in this. He sucks so bad in this, as does everyone. <laughs> Oh, and that was the last episode of the Horror Vision, everybody. All these years and putting up with our bullshit. That's that's an episode we need to talk about. Is what the hatred for Christopher Lee on Sean's part? Just to dedicate a whole episode to it. Show us on the doll where Sir Lee touched I, you. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm sure there's movies out there where you could be like, watch this movie. I'm like, he was good in that movie. What I have not. I, I those. I fucking hate those movies. I'm just it's just it's just I just don't like the Knights and Dragons shit. I'm just like just I don't know, go kiss a girl or whoever. <laughs> go kiss a guy. I don't care. Go kiss somebody. 
Stop, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Kiss sorry. me. Kiss an orc. <laughs> orc. Orc orgy. That'd be cool. We saw a werewolf orgy. Let's yeah, we orc did. Orgy. An orc orgy would probably be preferable. <laughs> Woo! As long as they had the right costumes, you know. <laughs> right? Um. But okay, oh, so man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tori. My my Christopher That's Lee okay. That's okay. hatred derailed you. So <laughs> you saw this movie first? Uh, many a time. When did you see it first? Oh, I I'd have to say it's like a kid, you know, just watching everything terrible, bad for you. It was thrown in there because, like, how could you how could you forget that? How can you forget S and M leather daddies and mommies just howling? Uh, watching some lady rip off her dress like oh. 17 times <laughs> 17 fucking time. can you imagine that like you as an actress saying hey you know what I don't want to do any nudity okay how about a little alright let's do one scene <laughs> oh, ooh one scene you know rubbing <laughs> their hands together let's play it fucking 17 times at the end <laughs> and and not there's not even any like reason it's just so staccato you know it's like it, her ripping her top off something else her ripping her top off something else and then a couple scenes and then it repeats it, but it was to the beat of the song it was so you know I mean there's that <laughs> Oh. oh my god <laughs> but okay besides sean's favorite christopher lee has uh annie McEnroe. the only other thing i know her from is beetlejuice she's in beetlejuice yeah she's the annoying uh sales lady remember okay. she tries to sell them out i've got your keys and she's bugging them in the beginning she's only oh, in the beginning so She's got to be in this because she looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. She, I mean, there's so many like moments where I'm like, oh, she looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. Like at that time, not now. I mean, if you're, if somebody's listening to this thinking she doesn't look anything like her, go back and watch Terror Train and then, you know, don't watch this. Just look at a still and you'll be like, oh, I see it. I can see that, but she must have sucked somebody's dick because she's a horrible actress. She. Uh, Tori, did you watch the movie? There's nobody in there that's uh, swinging. Like, Jesus. Uh, Well, you know that's bad if I'm watching the bad fucking movie and I'm like, man, she's terrible. That's a good point. That's a good point. They're all pretty bad, though. Good Lord. They are, but her and the other main guy, Reb Brown, like, oh, God. Just terrible. Fucking terrible. Then it also has uh, Marsha Hunt, who plays Mariana. She was in Dracula AD. Never saw that. Of course, we have Sybil Danning, Danning, who's been in everything cool. Well, not cool, but B, B movie in the 80s. Yeah. And then to round out our fucking werewolf retinue, we have uh, Judd Omen. And the only other movie I know him from is Pee Wee. <laughs> oh, Red Dawn. He's the main Cuban oh, in Red yeah, Dawn. Oh, Red Dawn. Yeah, but Pee Wee. That's all. All I remember him is Pee Wee's. Like, this is my boyfriend. Uh, do you think Joe Dante ever watched Howling Two? No, <laughs> probably no. Not. no. Because otherwise, um, this director would have been killed. I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty sure he would have been killed. You You don't think he did the thing? You know, like when your when your girlfriend starts dating a new dude, <laughs> and you're like going on Facebook no. just to like torture yourself a bit. You're like, nope. let's see. Oh. Oh, they're so happy no okay 
I, I I'm pretty sure I man, God, I mean these are just this this how do you go from the first movie to this? I just I don't understand. Like I appreciate them at least like it starts pretty much right after the first one. But yeah, that that's about it. So <laughs> These are based on novels by Gary Bradner. Gary Brandner. Brandner. But they're nothing like them. I read those books. Oh, you did? Okay. So talk about that. Talk about the novel. I mean, I a long time ago, but they're they're completely, completely different. They use I noticed some of the like cover art in this in this movie that we just watched, so um okay. The howl, the original Howling is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. um, and I, and werewolf movies are one of my favorite things. So when Junior High Me disa- you know, discovered these, all these movies at the video store, I I had to see all of them, and then I watched this. Started with the second second one and was heartbroken, and you know I have seen the other had seen the other sequels at that time and then was just heartbroken that aside from the marsupials, they were just really bad and nothing like the original movies. Um, I will say that having watched um, Howling 2 Friday night? No, Thursday night. Thursday night. Um, This was the first time I had watched it since seeing it as a kid. And I enjoyed (laughs) it more than I thought I would. (laughs) But but now I'm pro- I'm much more accepting of like I love cheesy bad movies. I was just there aren't that many good werewolf movies out there. And then that we went into these after the original. Just I never went back to them because yeah. I was just bummed. Now after watching this the other night and having a relatively good time with it, I'll probably revisit the sequels and. I might hate myself for it, but <laughs> um, as far as the books go, it's probably been about 10 years since I read them. They're, but aside from like characters and locations, like they're completely different stories. Completely. Hmm. So even the first one is, it, it even the first one. That's interesting. I mean, the first one is closer, but they just, they change a lot. I remember it a lot being changed. I don't remember all the specifics of it. No, it's fine. It's fine. I was just It's been a really long time. The the book and the movie, the first movie, it's the same female that Karen, Karen, I forget her last name. She gets attacked in her apartment in the beginning of the book. Yeah. She's not investigating a serial killer like in the movie. Yeah, she gets raped and attacked, has a miscarriage. Then she goes to, with her husband to the town. Okay. And then, yeah, it's a town full of werewolves, blah, 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 blah. There's like a hot head lady werewolf, and she's in the movie too. But yeah, that's pretty much it. When they go crazy. Interesting. Yeah, like she gets attacked in her apartment. Like she answers the door, and this guy busts in and rapes her. And she's played out like a victim through the, like the whole thing. 
Whereas in the movie, she's not. Yeah, she's not at all. That's one of the things I. She's, I mean, I love the I love the first movie. So there's so much about it I love. Me too. And it seems like um, what's it called too? She's like gaslit in the book more because okay. her husband thinks she's just crazy after everything that happened to her. You know that whole kind of paranoia thing. Mm-hmm. Anthony, yeah, talk talk to me about Howling Two. They got convented again. Don't don't compare this shit to Howling, man. I'm telling you right now, don't compare this shit. Just give me convented. five minutes. I got convented again with this bullshit. No, it's um. <laughs> It's so bad, it's good. It's one of those. It is a fucking rough watch. Like, I watched a half an hour of it the other night, and I was like, all right, well, let me steamroll through the last hour of it. And that's the only, like, saving grace to it is that it's very quick. Um, I didn't think so. And, uh, I, yeah, there's... <laughs> no, you're right, there are a couple... Took me six I, days to watch this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this but, was your idea. <laughs> I know. Spread out over, like, three weeks, by the way. <laughs> By the end of it, it's just like, well, thank God I can go to sleep. This is just, it was fucking hysterical. Like, there's no reason to, like, hold back spoilers. Like, fuck no, everybody not who hasn't already. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Because um, the movie sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, I'm watching, like, the first scene where it's, like, or the first, like, I don't know, sex scene. Take her. And then they go and they start wolfing out. And then they're just very hairy. And then I don't know what Sybil Danning was doing. She was just like ah, making these really bizarre sounds that I don't know, clicks and whistles. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I? Why am I even alive? Like I start <laughs> during this movie. I'm asking myself like the real deep and hard hard questions about life. And <laughs> And I start wondering. Yeah, I start wondering about breakfast tomorrow. And, (laughs) you know, this movie just sucks. But I mean, I find myself laughing more than anything because I'm watching, you know, uh, werewolf like creature suit designs. And Sean had mentioned, you know, a a little little tidbit about that prior to recording. Oh, ape suits? Yeah. I, I mean, it was. I mean, at one point, I was like, when did I start watching, like, Attack of the Sasquatches? Because that's what, like, you look like, they literally look like fucking big feet, big foot. I don't know how to fucking pluralize that. And they just, you know, they, um, they're running out of, you know, castles and they're lurking in the woods. It's funny, too, because they have, like, this one where it's just a rubber mask on a swivel. And they yeah. just keep moving its head back and forth. And it's so <laughs> fucking bad looking like it's the wolf in the woods and it just, but it's also the it, best looking wolf effect they have i feel right like. you know what i mean like oh, it's, um, uh, the little kid at the end is the best wolf effect oh face. god what dude that's not even a, <laughs> that's not even a wolf i don't even know what the fuck that is it was outrageous <laughs> but all in all this movie sucks so hard that you know i'd rather eat my own eyeballs and barf them up and try to put them back into my head again. It sucked. <laughs> it, it's 
it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I think this movie is like a crowd pleaser. Again, it's a so bad. It's a so big. So it's one of those things where let's get a bunch of people together. We'll get shit faced and watch a bullshit movie that will make us all laugh. Like absolutely, it works for that. But you know, there's just it, it on its own merit. It's just it's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. This movie sucks. It's so funny. Say? What else do you want me to say about this? There's no praise. This movie's <laughs> well, we're not here to praise. No, so there's there's a moment when I turned this on for the first time. It was like two two weeks ago, and. <clears throat> Kirsten was out of town, so I was like, I, I it was late. I was drinking. Now I have to watch my wolf porn. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, it worked out. No, so I was lonely. I was drinking. Kirsten <laughs> went out of town. Hey, Sybil Danning's I in here. I see some hairy titties. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know, I remember Shutter had added this, and the funny thing is, <laughs> as an aside, I didn't finish it until today. And when I went back to finish it today, because I knew we were recording tonight. I'm like, it's gone. It's July 1st. It was only on there for a month. They renewed all the other werewolf movies, including Howling 1. This they didn't renew because they were like, who's watching this fucking bullshit? So I had to finish it on Tubi. But um, I put this on because I was like, you know what? I'm going to fall asleep most likely. It's like 1230. I'm drinking. I'm like, whatever. And I remember this poster or the box art from... 1985, 1986. I was nine, 10 years old. And, you know, if I had seen this then, it wouldn't have registered to me that, oh, those don't look like werewolves. Like, I know the way my mind was. I would have, I don't know what it would have done to me, but I, I would feel different about it because I had a previous experience with it. I still wouldn't like it, but there would be something else, right? So putting it on now, I mean... There's, it starts with Christopher Lee, you know, superimposed over the cosmos, reading the, this fucking line yes. from the Bible or whatever. <laughs> Total, just bullshit. Um, but then there's these moments where, so the the score, okay, right? I'm going to call it the score. It's one song. <laughs> That's the score. <laughs> so... Which by, is very hard to find, by the way, because I've been is, looking I for look. this fucking single on Discogs, and they're all shipping from Europe. Yep. Uh, from, from Transylvania, most likely. <laughs> right? Because they're all in, in Sybil Danning's castle. Um, <laughs> oh my God. How, how is the band performing in, like, the Bowery District of New York at the beginning of the movie? And then they're performing in her <laughs> castle later for the orgy. And then at the end of the movie, they're back in the Bowery District. <laughs> like, it makes no sense at all. It's called werewolf magic you yeah, guys okay apparently. and i don't want to hear it the werewolves are like we listen to one band do one song that's it no other music for us <laughs> it's like the cantina band in star wars yeah, it's kind of yeah oh hey you want to hear another song so, song? okay you got it i gotta say though <laughs> stephen w parsons and babble right so babble's yes! the band and stephen parsons i love this song it's cheesy as fuck cheesy so new wave good. whatever but Stephen Parsons is like he comes off as a combination of Peter Murphy and Anthony Michael Hall and Weird Science. With a touch of Thomas Dolby. Yes. <laughs> well, they filmed all that part, I think, in uh, 
the LA art district okay. like by the brewery and by twin towers. Me, so it's LA. It, cool. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not New York. It's LA. I'm thinking the. I don't know why I thought the Bowery district. I think cruising still rolling around in my head. Um, <laughs> well, you know, they, okay. So in the movie, they kind of change a little bit of the werewolf legend a bit. I uh, have to use a titanium bullet instead of a silver bullet. <laughs> Maybe werewolves can fly in this one so that's how Babel got to play in LA oh there you go okay. I like that done figured it out guys you're welcome but I, I will say this so when I was watching it and that when they're in Prague you know um they, yeah they shot it in Prague I believe did you guys not get the whole vibe from Hostel like Eli Roth was like fuck yeah yes. I'm gonna fucking use this because the little the dog man that was like yes. showing her around reminded me just of that guy the character the way that they were all suspicious kind of hiding something it's like this motherfucker watch this movie and said we're yeah i'm gonna take all of that right now i i as much as i hate hostile i'd probably no i'll still watch this before i watch hostile actually never mind i'll, I'll take that back <laughs> um it's a bold statement it is but i i stand by it um but there is a moment after the Christopher Lee where, like, that song kicks in with that beat, doom, 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 right? And 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 very important. I mentioned this in the text earlier, and Missy, you didn't see the text, but or maybe you did. I don't know if Babel sampled this or if this is a keyboard patch, but they use a sound that's in the possession. It is prominent in the possession. In that the possession in possession, right? The soundtrack for possession. It's I don't know what I don't know how to explain the sound. It's it's very distinctive, and okay. it's in it's it's, it's literally in, the first two minutes of possession. Yes, it, it yes, it's super okay. quick. And and but it's it recurs through the whole movie, and it is it is in this movie repeatedly, and it's part of the Babel song. So I don't know if they sampled the soundtrack to Possession or if it's a keyboard patch that you know wh whatever. But the combination of the way that song kicks in, and then they start showing you these statues, these close ups of these statues, and it has like an Exorcist vibe. And I rem when I put this on that night, I was like. Oh, this, this might actually be, and then it goes to the New Wave Club, and like the punks, you know, oh, you know, and they think they're gonna fuck Mariana, and then she takes them to the fucking warehouse, and the wolves come out or whatever. But I was like, oh, this is gonna be a weird like mashup of like kind of old world and new wave. This could be really cool. And like twenty minutes later, I was like, <laughs> oh wow, was I wrong? I will give him this. In that scene you're talking about, though, in the warehouse, like those POV shots of a yeah. werewolf, I think are fucking cool. There's some good like, stuff you know, in this movie. Going. It's just, it's oh. it's diluted by, you know, rivers of shit. But but here's, okay, here's another thing I heard, though. Uh, Mora, the director, he directed it originally as like a tongue-in-cheek horror comedy. I guess after the movie was made, producers went back and were like, oh, fuck no. We're going to redo this. So they recut it and did more horror elements to it so i'm really curious what his like whole vision would have been would it you know would more people like it would it be more of a cult classic 
I mean, I don't think you could take a movie like The Howling, because the the original one to me feels like a Cronenberg movie. Like it's a body horror movie in a way. Like it's not a clear cut. It doesn't feel like a normal movie. Like it has that very, it, you know, kind of cold open with her going to interview uh, what's his Eddie or whatever the fuck his name is, and mm-hmm. Eddie Quist. Yeah, and and it. I don't know. There's it's something very jarring and and seedy and and very I don't know. 1980s. There's like a I don't want to say sleaze, but like it's just it's really gritty. It and, is that city sleaze though. It's yeah, just it's city yeah. sleaze, and and then it goes to, you know, the the the, the uh, colony, the colony, and so that very is very Cronenberg, where it like starts urban and then goes rural, or you know or new age um and i don't think you could make i i don't think anybody would step up me i can direct this sequel to this movie i'm gonna make it a horror comedy i wonder if this has something to do with the fact that so you know what i had read and i i don't the i don't know it was on imdb or something so i i don't know what the source for this is so i may be repeating garbage but um it's a garbage, you know, movie to a degree, so I don't care. Um, but apparently, when they go, they get the costumes and they go to start shooting. They realize, oh, they sent us the wrong costumes. They sent us monkey costumes. <laughs> and yeah, the, the pro- box said Planet of the Apes. Yeah, okay. And, and so the the producer basically told Mora, like, make it fucking work. Make it work. So he might have been like, oh, I'll make it work, motherfucker. I'll make a fucking comedy because what else am I going to do with monkey suits? in a werewolf movie, right? So if, if that's the case, more power to him. Because that's a total fuck you. And you I know, don't blame he kinda, him. He made those monkey suits kind of work. Like, okay, I know everybody's ripping on him, but uh, you know, if I... I what, know, to me, it's not the worst. It's not the... Hey, what's... Howl? The the suits suck? What's the one with um the blind guy? Uh, late phases. The fucking oh, werewolf. Yeah. That's a great movie. The How werewolf suit's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Terrible. So... It's this isn't the first werewolf movie where the werewolf suits suck. And again, the editor really, I mean, dude, Charles Bornstein edited this, right? You wanna know what else this motherfucker did? Oh no. Halloween, <laughs> 1978. Assistant film editor editor, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Fog. Like this dude is the one, like, I'm watching the whole sequence near the end where it's like Christopher Lee and like Ben or whatever the fuck his name is, and the, and the Mr. Belvedere in the you know the priest, um, oh. and they 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 have to fight all the werewolves in the woods, and like it's it's like you can see this guy is like I got shit to work with, but I'm gonna polish this, and and it, I mean it's it's not terrible considering what what they had to work with. It's not great, but like you know he he used that revolving wolf. Yeah, <laughs> in all the right places. We, uh, Anthony, would you agree, or you're just like, oh fuck you? I don't even care. He was disassociating. The only, the only, the only bit that I I thought was cool was that um, and it's stupid as fuck. That little like bat monster she has on the end of her salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. Like when it, it fucking goes flying at. At the Mr. Priest. Belvedere, yeah, and then like it cool stuffs. Death. It's I yeah, it's it's creepy because it's like 
it stuffs its tail down his, yeah. his throat and it, like it's it's gnarly and um even as like y- yeah he's not dead that's the thing that's fucking yeah creepy. and then it comes like, out of him too later yeah like like that whole bit i thought was pretty cool looking uh considering like that yeah that whole that that head they used where his eyes roll back it's it's fucking gross looking like it's probably the best uh bit they have in the film yeah it is um but as far as everything else, I got commented. I'm done. What do you want me to say? <laughs> no, God, I really, I really wish you were there that night for the convent. You know what? I just thought... the look of disappointment on Anthony's face after the movie, and we're just soft smiles, and he's just <laughs> man. I've, I've thought of that a couple times recently. Actually, that you should. Like, that we, I wasn't there, and I feel, I feel like I wrong. I don't even remember why I, I was there, and I left. I, I you were sick. I was, I was sick. That's what it was. Okay, I assume sick. So, yeah, thanks for coming and infecting us, and then going home. <laughs> well, that's before people cared if they were sick or not. You know, all, all in all, with this flick, I, I ugh, fuck, I'm really struggling to find the goddamn words here. <laughs> it gave me a huge fucking turd to fucking deal to polish here. I, I love. I love how menacing they try to make these werewolves like appear like that they're super powerful and everybody's afraid of them. But all it takes is, you know, the old, here's a good chop. Here's a bullet here. And, you know, here's a shank and everybody goes down pretty easily. Like nobody, nobody really puts up a big fight. Like no. Big scene yeah, Mariana the- went out like a bitch, man. Yeah, totally. She just got, sh- yeah, she got shanked, and that was the end of her. And then you know, I'm gonna be seductive for a second. Well, didn't fall for that. Um, and then like the scene in the woods, like I could tell the get around to having to show a lot of like uh, up close shots of like the werewolves' faces was how they just did. Um, they did like a. Uh, super close-up shots of, of like the squibs of bullets bullet wounds yeah, yeah. on like the werewolf fur so you're not seeing you know like the full the full guys there there is a bit of that but they try to keep all of the kills very um very up close so that all the stuff you see is you're getting your gore you're getting your blood but you're not getting the full picture because it looks like shit you know what i mean like they can't, well, <laughs> they I, don't, can't I don't think there's bucket. one full werewolf in this yeah. movie you, there's either that but they don't want to show you yeah they don't want to show you dr zayas getting fucking axed in the back exactly like, like, like that's not what they want to do so so like i said that was kind of the workaround that they did that i noticed i'm like okay i could see what they're doing here there was like one head they used to fucking blow up the back of its skull yeah. to shoot it in the face <laughs> but <laughs> but i mean it's just funny because this movie looked like well i can't say well i don't know what the budget was on this anytime anybody goes to Prague, you have no fucking money this is like the <laughs> whole reason why like what's his name uh bruce campbell spent like his his 90s in the in, in early 2000s in Prague doing fucking shitty movies overseas hell we even got uh i think it was was it hellseeker or was it um dead or dead or was shot in Prague too i think if i'm not mistaken like and everybody most goes of full moon back in the day too yeah, exactly. all yeah yeah all the subspecies movies all that shit was over, done over there exactly like it's cheap it's just a place to go that has you know castles you can film in for next to nothing and maybe that was just kind of like the precursor to all those films going out there and doing that granted it might have been one of the ones that looked the best doing it um i did like some of the um 
the internal castle uh, setups, the sets were kind of interesting where they had like the, you know, the, the slaughtered goats hanging from the yeah, walls yeah. and stuff like that. There was some cool shit going on there. But then once she opened her cape up and like, I, uh, then <laughs> she goes to do magic <laughs> and it turns into like the Tim Curry I'm dance from, from fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? It turns into the Tim Curry dance from fucking, uh, from the last, or, or the the worst witch. It's just, it, oh God, it's so fucking bad. But yeah, Tim Curry's performance in that A plus, and I love that movie tenfold over this film and I'll watch that any day of the goddamn week anything can happen on Halloween yes give it to me baby that's good <laughs> shit that's good <laughs> shit I'll take that any day would you care to comment on either Tim Curry and uh, or uh, <laughs> I mean uh, Sybil Danning or um... <laughs> um, Sybil no, Danning I just uh, I do agree with Tori though that I I think they did well with what they, they were sent eight suits and they got creative and made yeah. it work as best they could. I mean, exactly. I, I was being that the original Howling has like my favorite, my, like my favorite non-CGI werewolves, like the best werewolves ever. And then this movie, they had eight suits and they had to get creative. So, I mean, it's still heartbreaking, but I think they did pretty well with what they had. I mean, the movie's still terrible, but it's funny. I mean, it's definitely a movie you could watch with your friends and, yeah. you know, I would recommend not being sober when you watch it. <laughs> It'll be a lot more fun. That's um, where I and- fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it wouldn't have got so much flack either if it wasn't Howling 2. You know what I mean? If it wasn't a sequel. If it was its own movie, you could be like, oh, this is great. But like Missy's saying, you have to fucking compare it. (laughs) Right. If this came out at the same time, but was like under Full Moon and like Charles Band, me me and my cousin would have loved it. Like Charles Band shaped our childhoods. We would have loved it. But it it was The Howling 2, which is my favorite werewolf movie, and it broke my heart. But, you know, I, I, I did enjoy watching it yesterday. I mean, it, it was funny. I have no idea why, like, she opens her cape and everything's red and glowing, and then there's, like, red laser lightning and shit like that. That shit's just weird, but... That's the power of the she-bitch. <laughs> you want to watch a bad movie with your friends and just get fucked up and be stupid? Like it's it's not a bad choice, and it has two really weird werewolf orgies, and you're just gonna be left sitting there like, "What the fuck am I?" Yeah, watching? totally. And there's a guy <laughs> in the one doing a handstand. You don't like it is the oh, weirdest. Oh I'm I, like, what I is he I doing? I was the only one that saw that. What okay, the... I totally missed that part. <laughs> like, am I that I... vanilla? You know, like, I would have never even occurred to me to, you know. No. Uh... Someone's never had a ZJ before, apparently. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't think if I If you gotta know. ask, you can't afford it. Sorry, <laughs> right, bud. I, I like the one, one thing I'll tell you I like, and it's such a small thing, 
And it's not the, the guy. No, it's not the guy. That's, <laughs> that's what I was gonna it's say. not the guy that's like, it is a, what is he? It is a lover's moon, and suddenly I'm hungry. I want to make love to you. It's not that guy. I like the fact that when they come up on the castle, there is a guy, presumably a, a person, in a weird. Helmet with like a yeah. fucking Mac 10. So this is like this weird, like home brewed role playing 80s thing where it's like, oh, just I don't know, it's werewolves, there's magic, there's a guy with a fucking knight's helmet and a fucking automatic weapon. Like what Sean, I, I, they were like, bro, we got a hundred bucks. We're in communist Czechoslovakia. You fucking bring your own prop, bro. But I'm like, I give you a mask. Wouldn't you think? Work, you like, know? I'm, you know, just, just, just putting it out there. If I was the director, I'd be like, well, he would have a spear or a sword <laughs> or a mace. Not a or not a monkey gun. suit. But but right. I know. But yeah, well, yeah. But, but I'm not I'm actually not criticizing this. I actually like that mixing. I like the texture. You know, there's like I don't know, I like that where it's like sci-fi, but there's automatic weapons and, and like it's just something you don't you know it's a very 80s like hobby shop homebrew sci-fi kind of thing, and that's <laughs> probably my favorite part of the movie because so I mean, okay. There's a whole. There's a bit when they're in. They get there right, and and um, Ben and Jenny are like walking through the oh, crowd, right? And Ben tells the the whoever the guy is the I want to make love to you guys. He's like, hey, hey, watch her. I'm gonna go get her a present. So he walks away, right? So then Jenny's like, hey, where's Ben? And then make love to you guys. Like, oh, he wants to meet at the gypsy camp. She's like, I don't know. I what what? He's like, well, don't you want to see him? So they go. And you're never going to see the Ben coming back going, where is she? The next time you see Ben, he's outside the castle with a gun. And I'm like, what? Oh, because he started How? following Christopher Lee. No, there, there was, well, may, I, I backed it up. I, I mean, man, <laughs> this movie defies, it defies speculation because you'll try to focus on it and you'll drift. But It defies time and space. I don't know. Um, <laughs> much like the new Indiana Jones. Would you rather watch this again or the first hour of Indiana Jones? Ooh. Both both bored me to sleep, so they're both about. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, does I, one I have? Watch, I would wa- no, I would watch this again just because, like I said, it's it, it's got a um, it's got a fun factor to it. Like I said, there's crowd yeah. crowd pleaser elements to it. I can't do that with the other movie. I put everybody to bed. This at least will, you know, give everybody a fucking laugh, you know. I was gonna say also, the Indiana Jones doesn't have seventeen uh, shots of Sybil Danning tearing off her shirt. So. <laughs> yes, there, I had no, no qualms. With that. I love how they spliced that together at the end. That whole <laughs> whole thing, and they they do these like superimposed shots of like Christopher Lee's face, like he's shocked, oh, and then yeah. tits again. It's hysterical. It's kind of hysterical. They use it's they use the fuck out of that song, man. They got oh, their yeah. money out of that song. But like oh. Tori said, it, that's a hard song to find. It's not on streaming services. No, you, you can look it up on YouTube, you know, and play it. But I mean, that's not super handy. Um, you want a physical yeah, if copy? Yeah, there's like 
two versions on YouTube, and they're both kind of, uh, yeah, dude, Discogs. Yeah, I looked. I it was fuck. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I gotta say though, the best part of the movie is um when they picked up the German tourists. And the driver just looks at the camera and goes, schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even remember that because that was back two weeks ago when I watched the first part of the movie. <laughs> I didn't rewatch the first part of the movie. I just it's like again, it took me oh my god quite a few viewings to get through it. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> good lord good lord so okay what else we got Tori what have you seen Um, what have I seen oh god nothing good uh, well that's never stopped any of us before <laughs> especially me oh my god I watched the children of the corn remake cock as I like to call it ah, is that is that the one on shutter yeah, it is. It just okay. I think it just came out on Shutter, it, right? It did. It did. Yeah. I so. so it's not in Gatlin. It's is it I don't in Prague? It's yeah, yeah. Prague, it looks like Nebraska. I, I will say the little girl, the main little girl, Eden, that bitch was creepy. She was really good. The acting was pretty good. Just everything else sucked. And then they showed in this He Who Walks Behind the Rose. It looked like fucking Groot. Yeah. It, yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I started disassociating like Anthony. So not not the worst thing I've watched this year, but it's don't don't watch it. Don't watch the cock, please. <laughs> I like the original, but I think it has a lot more sentimental value to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, started my fear of redheads um, you know so <laughs> no, it's, I'm, I'm sorry gingers I love you uh, that's how you know they're all soulless that's right Yeah. <laughs> this one's a Malachi fuck no but it don't don't watch it okay watch Just the original skip it yeah there you go and even that one you could skip but I like you know what I think maybe it's just the nostalgia factor. I like all of the remake or the the sequels that came out. I've never like Screaming seen Mad George did some of the prosthetics. I think on the second one, really. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty fucking sick. Even if the movies are bad, I, I'm a sucker for rubber. Um, anything cool looking. There's some pretty good gore, and I remember the second and third. I believe they're on Tubi. Get high and watch them. They're a lot okay. of fun. You don't even have to watch the first one again. Just watch those. I remember three had later. a really yeah three had a really good kill bit where um, they shove somebody back onto a water pipe and the pipe like goes through the back of their head and out the mouth and like just blood and water coming out everywhere. I thought that was a pretty good. One. That was Urban Harvest, right? The third one. Yeah, I I think that's yeah. Urban Harvest, and then the second one is like Return Beyond Thunderdome or some bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> We don't like return to the roads or something. Hero. I remember having really bad, like early '90s CGI, and it was like fuck awful looking. 
I was like, yeah, this is this is where cinema is going, and they're 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 really going for it here, and it was bad. Oh yeah, two is Final Sacrifice, three is Urban Harvest, four is The Gathering. So yeah, I've seen one through four. Same. But Isaac does return. I think I should watch it. Is he like fifty when he returns? Yeah, had an age today. Looks great. So, wow. You got that day. Emmanuel Lewis thing going, huh? <laughs> Benjamin Button. It's fine. Missy, what about you? What you watched? Um, the other day I watched Exeter on Tubi. Um, Anthony had recommended it. Um, and usual, it's a possession story. Usually I don't much care for anything except for the exorcist or the exorcism of Emily Rose, but this is a really good blend of like really snarky, sarcastic humor, um, with a somewhat serious storyline, but, um, serious enough. And it had relatively good gore. Um, so I mean, overall, I thought it was a pretty, a pretty neat movie. It made me laugh a lot, but then once it gets into the meat of it, it, I mean, it's not afraid to go gory and dark. And you get Stephen Lang, who I'm always happy to see. Agreed. I'm glad you liked it. I I know you wanted a movie that was like. I want to chill. I want to twist one up and have a good time. And I think that's one of those ones that a lot of folks would enjoy. I'm glad you. I'm glad you dug it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it it was a really good blend of what I what I wanted because it wasn't it. It seems like it's gonna be a stupid movie, but then once once they get into you know, the occult and the possession stuff, it, it goes pretty pretty dark. A and you get a guy who gets killed by this crazy chandelier thing that, like, slices him in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes place and it takes place in this, like, uh, fucked up, abandoned old sanitarium where, like, they we're doing all this crazy shit to the patients. So it's a cool, it had a cool set piece too. Uh, I, I'd never heard of this movie before. You guys were talking about it in, in the thread. And uh, you know who directed it? Uh-uh. Marcus Nispel. I don't know who that is, but when I click on his name, you know what he directed? Oh! Yeah. The uh, Friday the 13th, uh, whatever, this Platinum Dunes Friday the 13th, the one with Oh, the, the killer yeah. cut? He did that, and he also did... Um, okay. Did, uh, I love that movie. I know you hated it, but... He did Texas Chainsaw, um, the one with uh, 2003, the re remake, whatever, Jessica Biel. Okay. Which which, okay. which has Jonathan Tucker in it, from uh, which we just we just talked about him from uh, Boone from Justify. Oh, also, yeah. uh, what's his yeah. name from God is a Bullet? Mm-hmm. 
You guys aren't selling this movie for me if that's the other movies he's directing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, this is, I'd never even heard this guy's name before. Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Pathfinder, National Treasure. Oh, second unit on National Treasure. I've never seen National Treasure, but I'm just saying these are big movies. Um, Faith No More. What? Anyway, um, live at Brixton Academy. Good live album. Um, so you would recommend Exeter? I would. I mean, obviously, yeah, I got, I would. <laughs> right. I had never even heard of it, but um, I would definitely recommend it. It it's a good kickback and chill out kind of movie. Okay. But it's got good gore, and I mean. And Stephen Ling is super cool in it. He's always cool. He's always cool. Stephen Ling. Anthony, talk to me. I want to talk about America. (laughs) And how it managed to come out with this awesome movie in the year 2019 uh, called Haunt. And I'd never seen Haunt before. <gasps> I and, love uh, Haunt. Yeah. Um, I know Missy was saying that it's like part of her Halloween staple now every year, which is fucking probably what's going to end up happening with this film with me. Um, it. I, I just, I don't know, hectic time. Don't know how I skipped over this one. And um, I'm really glad I took the time to sit down and, and check it out. It's streaming on Hulu and I'm sure more than more streaming services than that um but pretty fucking cool at building tension and you know its comedic elements are not too over the top and i like the mask mask work and the uh special effects of the killers behind the masks um it's got a lot of really cool twists in it that that we're not super surprising to me, but I, I just I thought I thought with what they had, they had created a fucking solid work of art that I think will stand the test of time and has already proven to become a cult favorite. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was just glad to jump on board, honestly, after all this time because the movie fucking rocks. Like it's it's solid. Mm-hmm. The kills are great. The kills are great. Um, it's acted well. Like it's just it, it's got everything going for it. it. It's one of those movies where it's like. There's 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 flicks that are absolute bullshit that make their way into the fucking theaters. There's no reason why this one shouldn't have got some kind of love and pushed into theaters. I would have loved to see this thing theatrically, but you know, I I, I didn't even watch it back then, so I'm kicking myself in the ass for that. I'm part of the fucking problem, but I'm rectifying that right now by saying if anybody <laughs> out there listening hasn't seen the movie, go give it a chance. It is a solid fucking flick worth your time 100% and it's the best thing I've seen in a long time and just fucking blew me the fuck away I love this flick I, I can't wait to add it to the collection at some point and, and like like Missy I'll probably end up adding it into my yearly Halloween repertoire because this was just fucking outstanding I really dug this flick Nice. it was a cool twist on the whole haunted maze uh, especially there was a lot of 
of those kind of movies going around. I, f- I feel like yeah. at that time, yeah. And most of them are solid, but to me, like Hell House, the first Hell House LLC, and then Haunt, really fucking. Did Although, it for me. Although I will say, just like I I like both of them. I I love Haunt, Hell House LLC, the first one. I didn't see the others, but solid scares in that movie. But they're too like if people out there don't like Hell House LLC. Don't let that scare you off from seeing Haunt because I feel like they're two mm. totally different kinds of movies. Haunt That's is true. Way more like polished. I don't, you know, it's polished, but it also like there's an element of it that reminds me of, of Rob Zombie. Um, I, I like a a visceral <laughs> like I don't know what it is exactly, <laughs> but uh, you know Scott Beck and Brian Woods who did this movie went on to do A Quiet Place. And then now they have that movie, which I wouldn't see if you paid me, but 65, where it's like Adam Driver and some little girl, and they're like from the future, but they're in the past, and there's dinosaurs and ray guns and whatever. I mean... Ooh, ray guns. I thought you liked that thing, Sean, you know, when they have like... Okay. I see... Not in that... No. I know I'm messing. I know. Me. No, no, you're right about. I did. I'm. I'm sure. <laughs> that was good. Uh, they uh, what's it called? They they wrote Boogeyman too. The new one coming out. The the Stephen King. They did the screenplay. Did they really? Hmm. I did not realize that. Yeah, they did. God damn. Well, they're just busy little beavers, aren't they? That's good for I'm, them. That's. So I mean. It's cool though. It's cool because it's like, well, so that's interesting because '65 and Boogeyman came out basically at the same time. So that's, I mean, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm happy for them. Um, but Haunt, you know, yeah, it, it's a solid fucking movie. And uh, is, mm-hmm. I guess you know, I guess A Quiet Place is before that. So, um, I didn't realize that. So. Can I ask you something? What is it about that movie that gives you the the Rob Zombie vibe? Because I'm annoyed now. So um, I don't know. Like, there's a. I I think it's maybe just taking like the the, the costumes and the kind of extreme kills, and uh, I don't want to. There's. The, the kind of like the way they use certain subcultures. I mean, it's not exactly it. It doesn't feel like his filmmaking, but it feels like it comes from a similar place, just a different translation. It didn't feel like a Rob Zombie movie. I'm just saying it feels like they would have things in common. Okay, I can, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, Sean, because there were some like maybe shots in Haunt that. Rob Zombie likes to do, you know, the same kind of setup. So yeah. it's not again, not necessarily like it's inspired or trying to be Rob. No, Zombie not not at all. What no, he does, I, I didn't mean that at all. I, no, yeah, I know, but I, I understand they, what you're saying, Sean. Come I'm from picking a similar, up what you're putting down. Come from a similar, you know, and, th- and there's that like, there's an element of that like where that wherever the they're in like bumfuck whatever, and it's this haunted house. Like, that's like his bread and butter, right? It's like, oh, we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere, Indiana. Let's go to this shady looking haunted house. And, oh, look, they're going <laughs> to kill us. You know, it's like. Hot dog. <laughs> uh, I love the the whole sequence where they, he, 
silently makes them put their phones in the box. Like that's, there's, there's a, because that's the moment where it's like, man, you should know better. Right. You know, like, like, uh, it's they're just, cutting you off. And it's just, it's just such just a mistake. <laughs> such a mistake. And then there's the moment, the first kill is great too, because it's like, it looks like it's part of the show until it doesn't. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. And the their the reactions, everybody in it is it's just it's just man, it's a it is a solid flick. I was surprised. What was it, Missy? Like two years ago, the Joe Bob Halloween episode, he did yeah. haunt, and I was like, holy shit! Like I just didn't ex- expect. And I love when he does like a current movie that I feel like right. You know, same when he did House of the Devil, and he talks so like lovingly about everything about you know. Mm-hmm. Both of those movies, just how, what he liked about him, it's like, oh yeah, okay. I mean, because it, they're, they're it, like Anthony said, this it haunts. It's timeless. Like it's just immediately oh, you watch it, you're like, awesome. oh yeah, that that should go into the rotation. Fuck yeah, great flick. Agreed. Damn. I like the uh, I like the mask aesthetic that they had because it. It, it 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 took me back to like the special needs bus. For the kids in trick or treat, right? Yeah, like like it, it reminded me of like that that style, and I was like, that's really fucking cool. Almost, almost paper mache. Yeah, yeah, I mean? mm-hmm. yep. It's just it's fucking rad. And then I could see how like Rob Zombie had used that early on in like House of a Thousand Corpses. Some of the mask designs yep. that they created were like very. So that's kind of how I view it. But yeah, um, fucking haunts awesome. I want to see it again very soon. Hopefully. Watch it now. Turn it on. Yeah, that's right. Damn it, Sean. <laughs> and that was our show. Fuck off. Every... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. What about you, Sean? What you seen lately? A uh, couple really good ones. Um, I got to say, I watched Carter Smith's Swallowed recently. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, Really fucking good movie. Really good movie. Um, Not going to be for everybody. The basic setup is two friends. One of them is... They're in like upstate New York, I think. Because they're right by the Canadian border. Um, One of them's moving to LA like the next day to be a porn star. And... uh, Nice. Nice. The other one is like, you know, I know you don't have a lot of money for your trip, so like just come with me. I'm I'm going to do something, you know, before we, we call it a night. And so he goes to his like cousins and Jenna Malone is there and she's Jenna Malone. Wow. Um, she's just a badass. Um, she basically wants some mule drugs over the border and basically says, um, I need you to swallow these packets and they're like wait this is not and she makes them at gunpoint swallow these packets and then she they're gonna go over the border and drop them off and uh shit goes wrong and it turns out that it's not drugs per se it's bugs Mm. and man um you know who's in it that really 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 (laughs) i just thought swung for the fence and hit it out of the park was Mark Patton. 
who the only thing people are going to know him from is Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and then the documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was really, really well done. Uh, obviously, very small budget, but like the, all of the acting's great. And uh, just as a body horror movie, there's so many things about it that just work, you know, where it's just like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> where, where, where can we watch this at? Um, I rented it on Prime for I want to say five bucks. Um, totally worth it. I don't know where else. Like it, maybe it'll eventually pop up on one of the you know as an included one. Maybe not. I mean, it's it's pretty out there. You know, I mean, there's a whole sequence where one of them has to fucking grease up his arm and reach up the other one's fucking wrecked them to remove these things <laughs> it's a pretty prolonged oh. it's a pretty prolonged sequence um, more like prolapsed <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a pink sock huh oh but yeah it, it's oh. it, it is extremely <laughs> effective in what it does so i was impressed i, I like to put it anything with like spit and swallowing yeah. and oh it's, it's definitely uh there's some moments where you're like oh wow okay <laughs> and i mean they're just like i want a gag thinking about it i was like oh i mean it had to be really hard to film like i remember hearing carter smith on um colors of the dark where he talked about like casting the one actor he's like i had to find somebody who's comfortable with basically being like naked for like 60 percent of the movie um and yeah, it, it was not an easy movie to anytime an actor can do a you know I've talked about like uh uh my bloody valentine the the fucking remake I don't think it's a very good movie but the woman that does the scene where she's naked in the truck stop I mean it's it's just a really long sequence and I I just feel like she does an amazing job because holy fuck, like she's naked, like for the whole fucking sequence or like Vigo in um, Eastern Promises, the fight yes. scene, the fight scene. I'm like, dude, Vigo deserves a fucking, can you imagine doing a fight scene in a fucking European bath, like naked, like holy shit, man. So yeah, I mean, yeah, anyway. Perfect display of back sack, definitely. Back sack, back track, all of it. Back sack. The back sack is solid in that one. So, uh, Tori, what else? What do you got? Uh, nothing really. I mean, I've just been kind of in a horror funk lately. Just nothing like inspiring to me, except for mm-hmm. obviously Howling Two. <laughs> in, the, in the pale pale light the pale pale light of the moon glow i got a hunger that's oh fuck i just fucked up that's okay i got a hunger that's it fuck see it's a it's a, uh, it's a it's, that song slaps like you said it's a good song i i mean i have that thing saved on my youtube and i play it regularly <laughs> <laughs> Mm, probably half of those views, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh, I finally did watch Pearl, though. Oh, and you, you said you liked it better than X, correct? I liked it better than X. I really did. Because uh, Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I love the old MGM movies and all the Technicolor. And fuck, that was great. It was just like a fucked up MGM movie. Yeah. Like, if, oh. it, if it busted out into a musical, I wouldn't have been mad. Well, kind of did. Kind of. Not exactly, but kind of. But what, a, like, it, it was a fucked up, twisted Wizard of Oz, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. I don't know. I, I mean, X was good. I think X is really good. I think people kind of have pumped it up a little bit more mm-hmm. um, than what it is. But don't get me wrong. It is great. I do like it. But Pearl, that just, I don't know, that really did something for me. Just all the bright colors. It just... It made everything that much more effective when something bad did happen. Yeah. Because one minute you're you're sympathizing with her, you're like, oh, cool, okay, all the, it's so great. So then when fucked up shit happens and you see how she is, it's that much more impactful. And holy shit, that just the ending. Yeah, the ending. The, that last shot of her is just unbelievable. She's and un- her like trying to tell him to break like cut oh my god her tearing up and just the whole thing of her husband walking in on what a great fucking movie i i really recommend that one i believe I, it i don't know i think it's on direct tv some it's on uh showtime showtime maybe? i think it's on showtime i think both of them are um yeah i mean I I love both. I X is a little bit more in my wheelhouse, but but Pearl is amazing because a it was it was it was amazing, but also like Ty West, fuck yeah, like I mm-hmm. followed that guy since two thousand six, and like you know he disappeared for a number of years and did you know he did some like TV and stuff like that, but like X was him coming back, and then to follow it up almost immediately with Pearl and have it be what you just said, like a twisted MGM movie. I was like, I had no fucking clue. Like, X was fantastic, but it's not outside the realm of possibility for you to think Ty West would do X, right? Exactly. You, you see Pearl. If I had if I had just woken up from cryogenic storage for five years in the movie theater and seen Pearl, I would never have been like, was that Ty West? Would never even occur to me. So that's impressive. Yeah, he's never done anything that I Nothing haven't like liked. I've yeah. I've liked everything, and I love Pearl. the roost, even the roost. I, for all for all it's whatever. I <laughs> that's, that's like the you know convent. It was just one of those movies, except for Anthony. <laughs> Trigger Man, bad, Trigger but they're so like, good. I feel like Trigger Man is a budget of five dollars, but he does so much with it. I wish I could find that. That doesn't exist anymore wiped out motherfucking pearl pearl yeah great movie don't have to see x to get it i mean it'll you you should you should but you have to be interesting to see pearl first and then x yeah that'd be oh oh that's happened to somebody that's happened to somebody somewhere oh they they watched it out of order yeah that happened interesting 
Missy, what about you? Um, I just watched Renfield again the other day, and and I I think that's one of my favorite movies of the year. I could see that. It's a solid flick, and it's it's super fun. Nick Cage does like a delightful cheesy Bela Lugosi style Dracula, and it has like giant fucking shark teeth. It's gory as hell, and. And and it's funny and 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 I'm always happy to see Nick Cage. Like I'm glad he found his place in horror. I it always makes me smile when when I see him pop up in another horror movie. Um, but I mean, I I thought Renfield was great. It's it's smart. It's got kind of a fun like save yourself kind of message, and it's super fucking gory. Renfield was great. I was shocked at the level of gore. I couldn't even believe. I could not believe that it was what it was. <laughs> yeah, that like, was a, that was a nice surprise. It was. Yeah, same. I'm glad to see anything with Aquafina. Aquafina. You know what? I really liked her because she wasn't playing Aquafina. You know what I mean? Normally, she kind of plays herself. Who is that? And I don't think I know who that is. She was the cop. Okay. She's named um, after a bottle of water. I don't know why. Aquafina. But uh, yeah, I like that she wasn't just. They weren't like, hey, okay, just just go be yourself, okay? Just read these lines. Yeah, just do the Aquafina thing. Go for it. No, she actually like tried to to play a character, and that that was great to see. And yeah, Nick Cage. Oh, I'm just. I love him. I don't care. <laughs> right. Same. Me too. <laughs> Man, and he's done so great, yeah, with this horror recently. Renfield, Willie's Wonderland, fucking Color Out of Space. Mandy. Mandy. I'm gonna make out with him. Anthony? Uh, <laughs> last, the last thing I'm gonna talk about is um, I saw Mikey Flanagan's uh, uh, Oculus for the first time uh, recently. <gasps> yes. And then um, immediately went to eat an apple. Immediate went to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that movie. Ugh. Like, I get what they're doing with it, and it's interesting. Um, I think it doesn't start to really come together till the last half hour, which yes. is sad because before that, I have an hour of what the fuck prior to that. It's not the worst thing um, in the world. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. I like to see like the. Um, I like to see how like. Time, memory, and the present seem to all kind of like meld together, um, creating this just amalgamation of like. Fuck, <laughs> that sucks for everybody that's involved in it. Um, I thought the kill. Well, there was only like what one kill in it. Two kills, maybe. I think two kills are like gunshot wounds, and then the other one is uh, is that like um, impalement with the weight thing. I, it's been long enough. What if movie came out in what twenty ten? So if you haven't seen it by now, oh well, I haven't seen it until now <laughs> either. So fuck me too, you know. But um, no, I didn't. I, I finished it like just prior to recording. Actually, I think I, I watched probably the last like thirty five minutes of it, and yeah, that's when it like really came together in my opinion. 
Um, but yeah, that first hour is really hard to get through. And I understand where he's going with it, where it's like you have the woman in the glass who's making her appearance in the home. She's, you know, a mistress. She's a, you know, uh, she's doing all these things that, you know, will suck away the father from, um, you know, paying attention to the family and eventually turning him on everybody. Um, it's interesting how this ghost kind of will use, you know, the, the typical, atypical, like whispering in the ear up to, you know, sexuality and all kinds of other different uh, ways of bringing it together. Uh, but by the end of it, um, it reminded me of like, um, oh, we're still here where you still have, you have the collection of ghosts that the house yeah keeps together by the end of the movie yeah. and that one i fucking love i love we're still here that movie's fuck that movie fucking rips Dude, yeah that um, movie's so fucking good yeah yeah so i'm like i'm like if that if that drew anything any kind of like um inspiration from this i could see where it came from and, and i like that that there's like this collection of like ghosts um and it kind of that kind of like takes me back to like the ugly i don't know if you ever saw that australian film the ugly it was kind of it was like a a a slasher but everybody he killed stuck with him so there was so everywhere he went he had these like you know uh these these ghosts that had like white sacks over them with like their throat slashed with like black blood coming out of like the mouths and necks everywhere and it did these like i said these like apparitions of everybody he killed like kept following him around and telling him to do stuff that's a whole other thing i know that doesn't have anything i'm just i'm just talking about how it relates to it in imagery as far as like imagery goes i like seeing stuff like that so i think oculus really was able to pull it all together in that last half hour and give me a lot of like tidbits from things that i like that already pre-exist and then again watching something like um you know we are still here i could see how that probably drew um inspiration and from from that and you know i think it belongs in line with all those things that i just mentioned and it's it's a pretty solid flick again that first hour is a little hard to get through but i mean watching some of the other stuff that flanagan's done well not i haven't watched very much but i mean like going back and watching like dr sleep um missy and i were talking about this uh via text before it's like i know he's very capable of creating some really nasty shit and going to very dark dark places so so i think he's one of those guys that i would pay attention to a lot more in the future seeing that he's not afraid to dip dip his toes into taboo and fucking go go to like really fucked up oddball places that really you know tickle my guts so mm -hmm. yeah i i like by the end of it i can say i, I enjoyed the movie I, I think the last hour that that third act really tied it tied it together and uh solid flick so yeah uh, only what 13 years late but yeah, yeah. oculus was good <laughs> sure yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much the last thing i had a chance to see other than like um god is a bullet throwing me dude you know oculus is a wwe studios movie i did see that in the beginning and i was wondering where the like where they were gonna uh insert like wrestler slash actor and i don't know if they did or didn't so they, i don't think they did i don't think, I don't they think did. so but WWE Studios put out some good horror. I remember, like not. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Fucking, no, fucking, no one lives. No one lives is fucking out. No one lives is good. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, no one lives. I remember catching that one theatrically. That shit was great, gory as fuck too. That's a good flip. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a nice funny. surprise, huh? What else did they do? 
Um, um, didn't they also put out Santa's sleigh? They did. So no, I remember Bulger? they did the see no evil too. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, was the... that was the Salskas too. Salska sisters did that. Um, speak. Uh, it's funny you brought up. We are still here because um, man, I'm gonna butcher his name. The director of We Are Still Here, Ted Kaczynski. May he rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Gogion? Yes, I'm going to go with that. Gogion? Sorry, Ted. Gogion. Ted Gogion. Uh, ho- I'm just, that's a Hail Mary. Um, he's got a new movie on. It just came out last month on Shutter called uh, Brooklyn 45. And uh, all I needed to know was that he, I, I knew his name from We Are Still Here. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And Larry Fessenden is featured prominently in it. It's fucking fantastic. Okay. Fucking fantastic. Oh, I just saw that on um it's it's shutter. One hundred percent not what you think it's gonna be. Um it is a horror movie, but it is more way more of a drama, and it's basically a one room like it's I I was very impressed with it. I I really liked it. Uh yeah, I don't know highly recommended but don't go in expecting a horror movie per se there's definitely elements mm, for sure okay. there's like elements where i was like oh like I, I there's a point where i was like we're gonna get a little bit it's getting a little bit evil dead never fully goes evil dead but um yeah and dude it's fucking fascinating he just i you know i'm biased i've not seen a movie he's in that i don't like because even if i'm not liking a movie if he shows up i'm usually like eh, i'm cool that was good. He he makes you smile, right? Like he does, you come on the screen and you're like, always. man, I fucking love you. Always. And his band's pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that well, Love you, President. Uh so the verdict here is when you when when this episode ends, if you're listening, go to Tubi, <laughs> type in howling two. And then close the app and, and just don't. <laughs> you could just it's go make a happen. sandwich. Make I'll a sandwich, a, it's better. I'll put a link to the song. I was going to make a joke about fast forwarding to the 17 shots of, of uh, but, but I, I don't I don't want to. I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't okay. want to. No, I mean. I'll, make, I'll say it. Fast forward to the 17 shots of tits. It's so fucked up. They, it's just so fucked but up. But it's so funny. Like, it is, but it's like, funny. man, dude, you know, you know, when she saw that movie, she was like, "Fuck you, son of a <laughs> like, <"Dude, laughs> fuck, I'm gonna fucking." And, and I bet you she cashed the check. So who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, good point. <laughs> so for the horror vision after hours or after dark, I don't know what I. At the beginning <laughs> of the episode, it seems like it was nine days ago. Uh. I'm Sybil Danning. I'm Sybil Danning's uh, werewolf boobs. <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> unimpressed. <laughs> I think they're both like, how do I, how do I follow that? See, no, no you see that face? That's the face <laughs> after the convent. That's the face I got. <laughs> Just, Just give me five disgust. minutes. <laughs> 
Bye, Missy. I'm Anthony, the creature that sits atop a staff waiting to fly into your mouth. Salacious crumb. I'm telling you, I kept seeing that. I kept trying to get a picture to send it to you guys to be like, is this salacious crumb? Why does he have salacious crumb on a fucking staff? What's Java think about that? Okay, well, we'll be back with more uh, werewolf hijinks when we do Howling 3. No, I'm kidding. That's not fucking happening. Well, you know what? Actually, that might happen because Ray has been trying trying to get me to see that movie since I've met him. For it's 20 fucking years, that man has been talking about that goddamn movie. 16, 17, something like that. Yeah, he's been seriously. See, all, yeah, almost 20. Yeah, close enough. That was fun, though. I like that one. That's the one sequel I remember liking because it had marsupial werewolves. That's, and I like monsters. That's just weird. Uh, what if the werewolves were like kangaroos? It just seemed, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, guys, uh, <laughs> just I'll, I'll see you by the pale, pale light of the moon glow. A pandemic of violence floods the streets of major cities as cases of the media-dubbed murder virus MV20 soar, causing those infected to go on killing sprees. Caught in the middle, police detective Angela Miller finds her only trustworthy ally in the self-proclaimed psychic PI, Gerald Henry. As the two try to navigate the violence, they are drawn into new age guru Abramelin Harvest's plot to heal the planet. Harvest's missive? The world is sick, and humanity is the infection. The cure? Murder. From the twisted mind of Sean C. Baker, author of A Collection of Desires, and Shadowplay in Book One, Kim and Jesse, comes his most vicious novel yet, Murder Virus. Available where books are sold.